Okay, so this is the bando work wind down um, we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about the mental and physical well-being of yourself in the workplace mm-hmm. as well as outside of the workplace because they kind of go hand in hand. This is the podcast? Um, yeah, this is the podcast. This is the bando. This is Kelsey speaking currently <laughs> right so we're coming from a way of we're going to be talking about mental state in the workplace as in are we going to be hood with it no go ahead child i'm listening no i'm just i'm not speaking i'm not, I'm not being because this I'm is just, therapeutic this yeah it is for the soul it is so i'm just trying is, to find a way how to title this that's what i'm thinking you know i gotta write shit you know how to go um, and it's, action. it's just work wind down therapy okay work wind down therapy okay um or actually, you know what you should label this, mm. this section? Mm-hmm. Manifestations. Oh, I got to spell that for me. I got you. Okay. Manifestations. <laughs> so because we're manifesting more, better, better wealth. In the workplace? Not in the only, not limited to the wel- the workplace, but also to our um, mental health, our physical health, our mm-hmm. emotional health. Mm-hmm. Um, our financial health Mm -hmm. and we just want it all to be well Mm -hmm. across the board Mm -hmm. and we want um, to continue moving into a higher direction okay so manifestation yes okay I can make it happen from this week I'm I'm, gonna leave all this in here yeah not much editing is gonna be required in action but I think you know back then People were working, like honestly working their asses off, but they were getting compensated for actually working hard. So you're talking about like jobs like maybe 15, like, a decade or two ago. Yeah, maybe like factory jobs. Well, okay. Or, 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 well, or any like, jobs. Because let me tell you, any I guess. job. Like even at, like when my granddad talk about, when I hear him talk about working at Sears and talk about working at Macy's, like. I mean, you, they were literally 21, 22 years old working at these jobs, living in houses, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. big ass three, four bedroom houses. Mm-hmm. Nobody's doing that now. Your granddaddy was in the army or something? Yeah. He okay. went off to the military when he was like, he was just so fucking young mm-hmm. and he came back and he was just like, fuck that. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, he's never, but that's, but that's when they was forcing niggas to go. Like, yeah, you, it wasn't no, no. Like, the only way you could not go, I guess, if you were, like, married or you were, like, doing something with some other shit. Right. But, yeah, you had, he was forced to go. Mm-hmm. And um, when he came back, you know, he got, I think that's when they moved to Georgia. They moved to Georgia from Detroit. Mm-hmm. So he was, my grandma was, like, 18. Mm. And they moved to Georgia by themselves. Like, they, my granddaddy had family down here, but. They weren't really where they moved to and um, off flash shows. So it was crazy. Like they were young as fuck in this big ass house by themselves working these jobs. But these jobs had, you know, cushion for them. They had these programs for them. Not saying that jobs now don't have them, but they're not as forefronted mm-hmm. as it was back then you know what i'm saying like they generally wanted jobs back then wanted to make sure that you were actually okay right and sufficient enough to do their job they're asking you to do mm-hmm. but now it's just like right and i mean that thing that kind of goes back that's like with any job because if you think about um like i said i grew up in a um household with educators mm-hmm. um all of my people were pretty much my aunt, uh, my mama, mm-hmm. these people were school teachers, mm-hmm. li- literally school teachers. Mm-hmm. And I know, think about even them, think about even teachers that I even had. Like these people, people care about, about mm-hmm. their job. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't all about getting a paycheck because I can re- clearly hear my mama saying a lot of times, I ain't paying, I ain't making no money, I ain't making no money. And this was back in the day. Where they probably wasn't making no money. I don't know and what a teacher no and, they, and let them tell it nowadays. They're still not making no money. Mm-hmm. But the way how these things are going in these classrooms these days, it's just like okay, I'm gonna give them. That's the thing. That's everybody's mentality. I'm gonna give them just what they give me. But see, it's that's that. Why? Where did that shift happen? Because I even remember growing up, like elementary school was probably. The one area in my life where I'm like, where I can vividly 
remember my mind being molded and shifted. Mm-hmm. Like I genuinely remember like being like actually like learning shit and like absorbing shit, like being so young. Like mm-hmm. I remember that. And it was because I had these teacher, these women mm-hmm. and these men who actually gave a shit about raising us. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, they right. they they took it a step further. Like we had this bomb ass English teacher, Miss Carter McGraw. Like she was like growing up, I was like, this woman is batshit crazy. She wore a bunch of fucking layers. She had this crazy <laughs> long afro. She wore this beret. Like she had this fucking big ass like Barney bag of shit. And I was like, who is this woman? But mm-hmm. this bitch was teaching us grammar and and how to spell these words that I never thought I would be able to spell, but it's because she actually cared. And, Mm -hmm. like, educators really, like... I mean, you would have different teachers from different schools that would come watch us be taught by her because she was, like, doing her fucking thing. Right. And she probably, like, lived in, like, a little shit-ass apartment, truthfully. Mm -hmm. But they gave a like they gave a fuck enough yeah. to be there teaching us. Like right. she would stay afterwards. Right. If we were having trouble reading and like teach us. Right. And that wasn't no they wasn't getting no extra bonus. And they wasn't, wasn't getting and, and no you extra. You know what? Nothing. Even thinking back now, even thinking back, like I say, how these these teachers nowadays, yeah. you know, they even though they feel that they don't get paid enough or whatever, but they have more opportunities uh-huh. to like do whatever they want to do mm-hmm. versus back in the day. Again, I'm going to relate to my mama because my mama was a school teacher. Yeah. All these master programs that they yeah. can get masters to get more money. Niggas that who just got out of, you know what I'm saying? They just got graduated. Like, my mama took my mama maybe damn near, I mean, she granted she passed away, but it took her like what? At this point, maybe almost 20 plus years? 20 Plus years of teaching. Come on, I was teaching in school before she had me. Mm-hmm. So 20 plus years of teaching for her finally, okay, they got this program out now that I can go to college to get a master's degree in teaching and I can make more money. She was a deep in, I know, a strong 25 years. And back then, I think she graduated from Cambridge, like in, could have been... Nine, 96-ish? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it took her that long from, like I said, prior to before I was even born, mm-hmm. she was already teaching. Mm-hmm. Mama had me at 28, so she graduated from, from college, like 25 or something. Like You know what I mean? She probably graduated from college like 23, 24 mm-hmm. years old, and she started teaching. Mm-hmm. But she had me till she was like 27, 28. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying... At this point, you've been already teaching for 20-something plus years, and now you just finally get an opportunity of you making more money. Mm-hmm. You see it now. Okay, if I go get a master's degree, I can make more money. Mm-hmm. But see, these babies now, they, I mean, these teachers, you saw your teachers, and you didn't see them as, you saw they was, like I say, look professional. They look like teachers. Not the, like the script at the script club. These teachers nowadays, they look like. They, come in, like, they look like they're coming in there for a check. Right. You know, and, like, even hearing, like, my sister, she's 16, and she's in high school, and just hearing the conversation she has with her teachers, and I'm like, what the, f-? I was like, what, I was like, if, 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 if my teachers was ever speaking to me at that level, I would be like, get up from your chair and go get me somebody who can teach me something, because right. I'm not got, about to have a conversation with somebody. Right. And you trying to, like, it's fine to be on somebody's level when you're trying to get them to understand but mm-hmm. you also need to know that you are there for guidance. Like, you're there to guide yeah. them. So you do need to have a... you. There does need to be a point in when you're teaching your lesson where you step back and you're like, okay, now I'm about to teach y'all something. Right. You know what I'm And saying? I think that's what a lot... And I think you say the key word, guidance. Yeah. That's what those teachers back then yeah. had guidance. I'm th- again, I'm going, I'm, going back and, I'm going back to what I saw in my house, yeah. in my home. My mama had a student mm-hmm. that she constantly gave a ride to. Make sure that, she, I mean, like, guidance. This this girl was always up under my mama. Like that was her mama. Yes. Clearly. I can also remember back to my aunt. 
My aunt told a Hilton head, but this is one particular girl. I said, my aunt passed. I don't even know if this, I think she may know at this point that my aunt is deceased. Mm-hmm. But as this girl even grew, her name was Lydian. Lydian was like a Spanish chick. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Lydian got to Hilton head, but however, but as years Way after Lydian out of high school, Lydian used to still send letters. Lydian got married, had children. These are pi- these because these pictures. people they 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 impact you. Like right. I, I will I I remember every single teacher I've right. ever had in high. Like every single teacher that was ever pivotal in my life. Right. And I don't think these kids now, they don't understand the guidance of a true... They don't have guidance in their school teacher. Mm-hmm. My thing is, nowadays, if your teacher ain't fucking you, you probably won't never... You probably really won't remember them. If your if your teacher literally is not... That's why they got so much nowadays with these kids have and these sexual. texts with these, with these teachers. Like I'm saying, again, they're not... Like I say, they forgot how to... They don't have no type of guidance mm-hmm. in these classrooms. And I'm trying to say, okay, maybe because of, okay, everybody out to get... A dollar these days. That's the focus has shifted. It's just like everybody wants this. Everybody wants these. It's fine to want monetary rewards and material material rewards. Right. That's fine. But when you st- when that starts being the the sole reason why you're getting into something, like you're never gonna fill that void. Right. Until you fill it with like passion and just the genuine want to do right. it. Like and like I said, some of these kids, you know, they come to the teachers. In the school, because it's something that, you know, you're not getting at home. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. And I know everybody, it it, goes, it works both ways. Like I say, teachers, you really can't teach without the parents, and the parents can't really parent without these damn teachers at these schoolhouses. And like I say, thinking about what I see nowadays mm-hmm. and what I kind of experience myself from being in school and also, like I say, living with these particular educators mm-hmm. and how their students graduate towards them, I mean, it wasn't too many teachers that I too much graduated towards. Mm-hmm. It really wasn't none. Like, I, I'm pretty much fucked with all my teachers. Mm-hmm. Meaning that if you were kind of young, I really didn't fuck with my teachers. But who I did used to fuck with a lot was the damn substitute teachers. Oh, my God. Every, I feel bad for substitute teachers. <laughs> Maybe all the substitute teachers probably knew me because I probably, especially in high school, I fucked with so many substitute teachers. Mm-hmm. And that's just all the strength of me because they were probably... But even a substitute didn't seem like they were that much... Younger than oh, they seem like they were kind of like older people too, and I think mm-hmm. because we we I don't know they could have been not that much older than us, but just because the fact that they were actually in that position that we always looked for them to be like grown, mm-hmm. and these people granted probably couldn't have been no more than two to maybe even four years, no more than five years older see, than what we were. That's why my sister, like, she, they be pushing me. They're like, you need a sub, you need a sub. I'm like, nigga, I'm not finna sub. Right. I'm tw- I'm 25. Right. I'm not finna go in there in this classroom with y'all bitches and right. sub for y'all so y'all can think that y'all finna sit at my desk and sit up there and talk about me, like, how we having this. I'm not finna have a conversation right. with you. Right. You I'm see, not getting, I'm like, it's, yeah. we, it's, I want you to be comfortable talking with me, but I don't want you to be comfortable to a point where you're, you don't realize that you, I, I, there's a certain level of respect that I need right, from you right. in order for me to do what mm-hmm. I'm here to do. Right. And that's not me trying to have like some superiority complex. I just need you to understand our roles currently right now because you are expecting something from me and I can't do it if you up here trying to, oh girl, that's, that's crochet hair. Bitch, don't. <coughs> Talking to me about my damn hair or where I get my toenails done. Right. No. No. Yeah, see, everybody on the same level. And I say, it has to be a comeback. That's why I know, means myself personally, I know I couldn't be in the school system. Okay. Because I, I know me. I've, I'm thinking, okay, if I were to be in the school system, I would have to either teach pre-K. Mm-hmm. Pre-K, little, pre-K kindergarten. I'm mm-hmm. not doing anything past those two. Right. Or I would have to be in college. Right. I will have to do college. Right. Because then in college, I can have... With college, you can be comfortable and have that conversation, but it's a very different tone. Right. Because hopefully... Right. These niggas are adults or, or somewhat mature. Right. You wouldn't think they should, they should oh, be mature. Or like if I did, if I were in college, I'd be like, listen, I don't even, I'm only a grad. Right. <laughs> or like, yeah. uh, like uh, upper, like upper class, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like juniors, seniors, right. graduates, yeah. like freshmen and sophomore. Sorry, kiddos. Yeah. I can't deal with y'all just yet. Yeah. 
but if I did do school, I would I would not touch middle school to save my life. I would never touch high school. I would have to yeah. do. And I always said that if I was, but then again, again, I and as much as I probably would not want it, I probably would be best that I would do like pre-K. Yeah. Because my thing is, but I don't want it. That's how I know I couldn't do it because I really don't want it. But as far as I know who I am, yeah. it would be best that I hang with the babies yeah. versus But I would have preferred to be with at least middle school yeah. to high school. That niggas bad, but I, though. But I cannot, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't fit me to do high school yeah. because soon as somebody say something, or middle school, like I'm getting, I'm getting in these kids' ass. Yeah, they're bad. I'm getting in that ass. Yeah. And I'm be like, I won't be able to work long because yeah. I would have been gone. <laughs> they gonna put you at ISS. Yes. So thank God for television and film and, and people making this shit a career because something I can do something different than besides teach somebody. Because mm. I promise you, the babies would have been where I would needed to be, but I wasn't gonna go for that. That wouldn't have been my goal. But I can only I could be a, a educator and be probably somewhat thrive mm-hmm. is at the pre K level. Right. And I'd be ready to fight their asses too. I be ready to fight them hoes. But see, with pre-K, the thing about them, I talk to those type of children very like how I'm chatting now. Mm-hmm. Like if I see, I say, what what are you doing over there? Are you picking boogers? Well, you can't eat none of these cookies if you pick. Go wash your hands. Thanks. And so like that's how it would be if right, I was right. teaching the little kids. Yeah. But it wouldn't be an issue because then they have nap time at that. At that. Right. So like I said, it probably would have been best, even though I wouldn't have wanted. But mm-hmm. if I would have succeed, I probably would have to go that route. But I think I would genuinely, genuinely love teaching college. Sure, you would. I would love teaching college, but I would want to like be like maybe like a guidance counselor or something. Right, because you want to show people the way. I just want to help them work through their fucking mental emotions. Right, because I mean, we all need. That's what I'm saying. We all like need they, to. I mean, you genuinely need somebody sometimes to just like point you in the right direction because right. sometimes you can't really see where to go because you got all this bullshit with right. work going on with life right going on because i know in college when i was going to school bitch i was fucking stressed to sometimes i was just like if it ain't fucking schoolwork, it's fucking real life shit if it ain't real life shit it's fucking actual work shit because i was working in school like right bitch, it's it a lot going it's a lot going on it yeah it's a lot and that's what I'm saying. Well, even with, you know, we try to prepare you mentally, I guess, to kind of deal with any of these jobs. And that's what these corporations, jobs, businesses, uh, whatever they want to call themselves. Because everything, I don't care if it's a school or if it's uh, uh, some type of corporation. All these niggas is businesses. Everybody, everything. All a this business. shit is a business. Everything. Everything is a goddamn business. And nothing, nothing, no business is perfect. Right. No business is perfect, but then you also need to take to take care of your employees. Mm-hmm. That's why you have situations where you got people getting fired and over probably bullshit or having issues at their job, and they're coming back and they're getting let go. And then they're thinking, you know, the motherfucker come up to the goddamn place of business and letting off rounds. Yeah. In every motherfucking yeah. body. Yeah. It's just because you don't have like it's just there's so many red flags. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like how we do, how we report our day at the end of our mm-hmm. shift. If there's something in there where we've had a run in, a bad contact with somebody, right? there should be a session that you go to afterwards to talk about that situation. Right. So that you can know how to handle yourself in that situation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, also, it, because it's like you have to, I mean, you're literally leaving. You don't have time throughout the day to process what just happened to you. Mm-hmm. So you have that, like just that situation and those emotions just sitting there on your chest and then you go home. Right. And you still had that bullshit on you. Right. And I think that it should be no job in America, no job in the world. I'm just going to look at it from the standpoint and perspective. If I was a CEO, if mm-hmm. I was the owner, mm-hmm. if I was whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. And then even if it's a conflict between the individuals mm-hmm. that are that I have working up under me, these people that get together and they will come up under me. And it's a situation where it comes where one person is just that livid over a situation that has been created by whomever to the other person. Now, you don't make people feel 
bad. Mm-hmm. You don't make people feel bad under no circumstances. Especially when you have to work together. Especially when you have to work together. Especially when you are in front of people. Like, mm-hmm. people take that shit, I'll tell you, serious. When people, it's like a situation when you are put folk in front and then they're making almost a person that's humiliated. Like, that's the worst person feeling that you could ever it's, do it's to so a, a human to make a person feel humiliated in front of everybody. It's just, it's just a lack of respect. Right. But I'm telling you, humiliation to an individual will cause a person to cause harm. It'll make him cause harm to that person that who humiliated them. And guess what? Even who is around. Just because they was there. Just because they were there. Prime example. Hit you right back. It's a local strip club mm-hmm. in the area. Mm-hmm. It was closing time. These niggas, it was like, these niggas was ready to go. So my thing is, again, as security, yes, it is your job. It's your job to get the people out of the building. Okay, it's time to go. We're closing. Blah, 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 blah. It's time to go. Time to go. Okay. Okay, yes. It, it, when, you, when you're dealing in certain, especially in the urban communities and areas, you have a lot of testosterone. Hmm. Okay, you got people who have been drinking. Y'all allow motherfuckers to come up in this bitch and smoke and get high. Right. So again, their minds, are, you know, people feel in some type of way. Mm-hmm. There's all type of egos when we, especially in establishments as such, there's all type of egos going on in this place. You got people who want to be all in a bag of chips, rather they're flaunting and they, it's a lot of fronting that goes on. Mm-hmm. Niggas only throw money. Probably at a at a at a scripper or get or start spend a lot of money for only basically two reasons, just to look a certain way to make it seem like they got it going on, and that's not necessarily they even that crazy about the dancer that they who they really giving it to. Mm-hmm. That ain't even really the case. It's all about when you look at the script club. It's all about. How you will look with a stack of money in your hand mm-hmm. and you blowing it. Because mm-hmm. it makes you think that it, it, it brings a type of attention to you. Mm-hmm. And people might use want a certain type of feel mm-hmm. that you got it going on. Mm-hmm. Me, myself, personally, I could be walking around with whatever. But I'm not going to, you know, if I'm going to, if I see a, a certain dancer or a particular dancer, then you probably will get my private time on another level. Mm-hmm. If I feel that that's why I'm here for you and I want to spend my change on you. Mm-hmm. Not just because, okay, I just want to throw it just because I can throw it. And that's what, what goes on. So what ended up happening was it was a particular patron mm-hmm. that was in the joint, mm-hmm. had a wad of money. Yes, this fellow, he, he walked with his wad of money all night long. He walked with it all night long. And he had, and I would say, from what, I mean, clearly he was walking with it. Was he throwing it? I probably saw this nigga through, you know, to be honest, if he threw 100, if he threw 100. But this nigga probably had, like, at least, I said, that could have been about 500, mm-hmm. if not more, in ones. Mm-hmm. So, again, he probably threw, I said, I, I saw my own eyes, mm-hmm. that he made through 100. Mm-hmm. He was walking around with a bottle, mm-hmm. so we know how we know how much bottles cost right. in any club setting. Right. So um, he, you know, that's what it was. So it's time to go. So again, you dealing with these niggas that who think they balling, right? Shot calling, right? Sitting on twenty inch rims on the Impala. You know, you right. got you, this is the egos that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. So again, yes, it's a lot of ignorant motherfuckers in the world. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of ignorant motherfuckers in the strip club. It's a lot of ignorant motherfuckers outside the strip club. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of ignorant motherfuckers that standing behind the street in the middle of the field in the, behind the strip club. Right. Whatever club. It's a lot of ignorant motherfuckers everywhere. But you have to know how to deal with the human fucking mind. Right. You have to have notes for yourself. Okay, all right, let's get out. Get out. Okay, yeah, they're being stubborn. They, nobody, number one, likes to be talked to all kind of way. Right. You're killing the ego again. Right. Okay, not let alone you're doing this in front of everybody. Right. That's even worse. Mm-hmm. So what this motherfucker do? Y'all, yo, you, y'all humiliate, humiliated this guy. Mm-hmm. He was humiliated. I mean, y'all, yeah, number one, not only y'all humiliating him, but y'all pushing him out. Basically put, putting your hands on him, telling him, you, you, you're killing his self-esteem right now. Mm-hmm. You don't know him for one, but you killing him because he, you know, you you basically trying to talk about him in a way that he apparently you're killing his appearance because he number one he was walking around with his money all night long. And his bottle. Exactly. Right. So you 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 really you really hurting him right now. Right. Okay. You don't get that. Less than a few minutes later, this motherfucker comes back through the line. 
and spray the motherfucking establishment up. <laughs> Thankfully, thank God, nobody was hurt. Right. I sat right here, nigga got in a busted, busted, busted ass Honda Accord. Old yeah. ass Honda Accord. Yeah. Same as that nigga with all this water money. In that bottle. In that bottle. Busted ass Honda Accord. This motherfucker literally went in and out mm-hmm. between his car right here. I parked right next to him. Mm-hmm. Something told me, say, you leave out right at, when he pushing him out. Because mm-hmm. I, I was kind of like almost at the point. I was sitting like at a spot where, you know, you probably almost would have thought that I was working, but I wasn't. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, he's, you know, I'm like, some say, go ahead and leave out. They, they try, okay, you don't stay, you go out with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, okay, this time... It, Let's it's time, this to, time go. to go. Mm-hmm. But now that y'all only talking shit to this man, I can see how he was acting like, okay, something told me, said, you need to walk out with him. Mm-hmm. Not knowing, behold, this motherfucker was parked near me. Damn. I saw him go back and forth to the trunk several times. Damn. So I, my best thing, I said, let me keep my eye on him. I said, because I don't know what he about to fucking do. Right. So I said, even got my little sister out there. I'm like, okay, at this point, I'm kind of got my eye on him because at this point, I don't even need it where he going to grab some shit right. and say, okay, Come on, you need to head back this way. If right. I would have saw him grab some shit, right. then I'm most definitely hollering for her right. to get cleared out of the way. Right. So at this point, he kept going back and forth. Okay. He get, got in the car and left, pulled out right behind him. So I'm like, damn, this nigga car, he should be going back to the left. Mm-hmm. Not headed back this way, because, you know, with his plagues. I'm like, okay. I get to this spot. How about this nigga pull to the side of the road? Did the same exact damn thing again. When I, but he, he went up a little bit before me. As I got ready to pass him, this motherfucker got out his car, went to the trunk of the car mm-hmm. again. I get a call about 30 minutes later telling me somebody just rolled by there. And shot that bitch up. Shot the bitch up. I said, yeah, that same motherfucker who they, who, who they did that humili- humiliated him in front of everybody mm-hmm. when you already thought that he was the fucking bomb, mm-hmm. you did that to him. Mm-hmm. So like I'm saying, it can happen anyway. You don't you don't fuck with people on that level. Mm-hmm. You just like, have to be gentle. You have to. And you, y'all know these niggas are ignorant. So okay, yeah, they t- they going to talk this shit. Mm-hmm. Get used to that. If you can't handle that, mm-hmm. Then guess what? You don't need to be, you're not going to be securing at my door. Yeah. You're not going to secure my door. Yeah. Because what you're going to do is you're going to cause a big mess on my hand. You're going to make mm-hmm. it bad for me. Because yeah. when this shit, something happened to somebody in this bitch, it's going to be on me. Mm-hmm. It's going to be on me. Ain't going to be on your punk ass. Mm-hmm. It's going to be on me. Yeah. Because it's my establishment. My name is on this. Mm-hmm. And because of, pretty much because of you being an asshole to an asshole. Right. This caused this when you could have clearly ignored his ass mm-hmm. and proceed to put, you know, okay, yes, sir. Still show people a form of respect, even though, you, yes, they are ignorant. Right. But you don't know these niggas' mindsets. Mm-hmm. The same way I say, go in the, in the workplace. You They have to be careful. But just because people are in certain positions, mm-hmm. they feel that they can come for you on whatever level. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to tell you, come for people like that on the levels if you want to. That's why motherfuckers going postal. That's why they're shooting up shit. But it be niggas that shoot up shit. And they always talk about bitches being emotional. Ain't bitches ain't shooting no. up shit. No, ain't them. Because they, because um, you, like I say to to fuck with a man's ego, that that's something. But the thing about it is women have egos. They we do. have egos. But the thing about it is we can separate it and be like, mm, Right. Mm, am I really gonna pay this shit attention or am I just gonna fucking yoke this shit up and just be a boss ass bitch? Right. Be a boss ass. I mean, it's it's been plenty of times where I've been spoken to at work where I'm just like, <laughs> like where right. I really like I literally just wanted to react, not like myself, but also I know in the same breath I'm like, this is not an environment where, that you want to be around where you want where you even contemplate right reacting that way. Right. So I mean, I think think women can handle humiliation better than men. I think I'm just saying, but you don't do people like that in general. But I don't think we handle it better. I just think that it processes better, and we have better outlets for it. I Mm -hmm. feel like men would have better outlets for it, though. I don't. I don't know how testosterone feels in the body. I'm pretty sure it feels fucking insane. But um, 
I mean, I know if I have a rough day, like I'm getting in a bathtub mm-hmm. with some Epsom salt mm-hmm. and some soak. Right. I'm filling it up as high as it'll go before overflow. All right. Then I'm sitting in there for right. at least two hours. Right. And I'm probably sitting in there in the dark and I'm probably listening to some lax music. Like, right. I so don't know. I, mean, I don't know what's up with the men. Like, I don't know. Men just have, but, I just feel like there's, but see that, like you have to, in a workplace, you have to make it to where people are comfortable regardless right. of their gender. And that's, and at that, and that, that point, you're know? you right. And you got, you have to make it a certain way. And that's when it comes to your superiors that are in your workplace. And, but see, but see, the, but it takes, but it, but see, the thing about it is, it takes a very smart, superior, and a very empathetic person mm-hmm. to literally read a report and just be like, this is a red flag. You know what I'm saying? Right. This, I've had two managers who've had two personal run-ins, you know, outside of what they, yes, we are supposed to provide, you know, solutions in a timely manner, but those solutions should not include person personal attacks right on myself you know what i'm saying like are you feeling this way with me because of you're genuinely upset or are you like do you have some shit to prove against like this physical like interaction that we're having like because you're seeing me a certain type of way right is that what's causing you to speak to me like this right and i think that yeah i think that i was saying the instant that i was even in where I felt that I was pretty much talked to mm-hmm. or talked down at because this nigga felt that he had a certain type of persona that he needed to fulfill in the conversation that he was having to me to prove to whomever he was speaking in the standing in the gaps for. He needed to do that to to prove to them. That's like almost like, okay, you my mama. So my child came to me to tell me about a situation. So my child could be absolutely wrong as fuck. But I'm about to show out. Thank you. That's my, that's my child. Mm-hmm. I know this. I know this little badass motherfucker wrong as shit. And I know he did exactly. What exactly. He said but he even to, to but just for that satisfaction mm-hmm. of that particular child, you went to go off ham mm-hmm. and you were wrong. Mm-hmm. Instead of showing your child, okay, you were wrong. This is not how this is done. Show them the right way. Mm-hmm. See, and that's why I'm saying it is it you you feel that's another one of these fucking positions. People have to understand, like, your title is just what it is. It's a title. It's a title. We all have to work together. Like right. I don't care how big how big or small your title is, like you're all you depend on that person. Right. If that person were to be taken out of the equation, your job will get that much more harder. Right. And I definitely appreciate all the people above or and the people below me, but it's just the people who are even like next to me on my same level, like have this perception, like I'm supposed to do with the fuck ever. And it's just like, I don't, you don't fucking sign my checks. Like I low key don't even have to even tolerate you right right now. And that, and that's what, and that's, and that's why I feel because you have people that who are ignorant as fuck. They're ignorant. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It takes sometimes where you can't always, React to everything. You can't react, but then you also can't speak on how you really feel. Mm-hmm. And that where my issue will come at. Because, again, like, like they always say, when you get into some, with somebody at a restaurant, can I speak to your manager, please? And then you don't get the satisfaction from the manager. Okay, let me get the person that who's in charge of you. Everybody has somebody but see, it's over just, them. It's just like, but see, that is agitating because it's just like, at what point are you genuinely that uncomfortable with no? You know what I'm saying? Because okay. it's just like, it it agitates me because it's like, you're here interacting with me mm-hmm. because I'm providing something for you that you don't want to provide for yourself. Right. So because I'm providing it for you, there are there there are ramifications there are rules there are there is a limit there is a cap is to every damn thing if you don't want <laughs> to abide by those limits and caps that's fine right you don't have to but you're not finna fuck with this establishment right and until and i know a lot of people are like well you can't have that mentality because you're not going to have customers no 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 you will have customers right you just that just weeds out the bullshitters from the people who are about that shit right because not everybody deserves 
to be given a service. Not everybody deserves a product. Right. Truthfully, like not like sometimes like if you like with this job, I feel like if you have a really shitty history of like handling stuff. Right. You don't get to use the service anymore. Like right. you just get suspended. Like it's just like if somebody fucked up at my old school, if somebody like fucked up something in the computer lab, but you just didn't. It didn't matter if you paid the fee like they weren't going to accept your fee. Right. You didn't use a You can't use a computer lab on campus. Right. You couldn't print on campus. Right. And see, and that's what the difference. Everybody would say, well, this is a public school. This is a private school. Like, that shouldn't have nothing to do with it. Like, y- y'all need to be consistent in doing things the right way because, again, it doesn't make it right yeah. to to the persons, people that who are in these positions yeah. to actually to handle and run these particular facilities right. because of ignorant-ass situations, ignorant people, decision-making that people really don't know or know I would say, but they just want to be assholes. Yeah. Because people come from all over. Like I said, everybody got a different um, ethnic background. Mm -hmm. People are raised differently. People are taught things differently. People have different type of learning of disabilities. (laughs) It's so much. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying as people in these establishments, as people that who are running the establishment, Mm -hmm. who are in charge of these things, Mm -hmm. who are in control of these things, they should have a better. They need to have a better voice when it comes to individuals working together in a workplace. I should not have to feel shitty on my motherfucking job being because of something that another colleague. And that's what those motherfuckers are to us. They're pretty much colleagues. They, I mean, even 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 the people who are chairs. You are my colleague. Colleagues. These are their colleagues. You are my... If, your colleague. If you're not a student, you're my equal. Your colleague. Period. You're your, your colleague. Period. Because at the end of the day, right. again, you do not sign my check. Right. They're colleagues. You are my colleague. Colleagues. So it's like when you come down and have a conversation with me, don't come... Don't... Don't come speaking to me with the tone that you're already going to get what the fuck you want. Right. Because of who you are. Right. Because at the end of the day, I still have rules that right. I have to abide by. Right. And when I don't abide by those rules right. to make you happy, right. I get I get shat on. Right. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I don't wanna get shat on any more than I'm than I already am. Right. Any more than I'm already am. Right. Colleagues. They're you colleagues. know, and it's just like it's frustrating because in an office setting you as an adult need to have control for your emotions and yourself and mm-hmm. you should never have to worry about controlling yourself and another person in a conversation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm, yeah, you have a bad day, but like, I'm not about to be aggy with you. Like sometimes the bus drivers be getting on my fucking nerves. They be sitting and having chit chats. Right. You know what I'm saying? Little chatting with the security guard, but I'm like, you know what? I'm like, you probably don't get no fucking break like I don't get no break. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you riding down these niggas all day. Like one bus driver, she's like, when I got on the bus, it was like 530. She was like, I've been driving. Mm-hmm. She's like, I've literally been driving nonstop since 630. That be low. My batteries. Child, I think they on the low. Because it's time for a new phone. Yeah, it is. But um, <laughs> if anybody wants to sponsor me, get a new iPhone. Visit my Instagram page. I have my cash app tag in my uh, recent post. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. So, yeah, I think the mental health should start being taken serious at the workplace. Yeah, I mean, it does. Most people wouldn't start, like, shooting up places and seeking right. vengeance. I mean, you just have to... I mean, everybody just needs to be gentle. First off with themselves, and then once mm-hmm. you're gentle with yourself, then you can be gentle with another person. Right. I mean... I mean, it, it's hard, but it's all about balance and duality. Like, you got to be soft, but you got to get your point across. Right. Very simple. And everybody had to learn, and that's the key word again, that we always going to fall back to, is respect. And boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Yes. Everybody has to have respect and boundaries. And, and also, when you're in a position where you're over people, when you're running people, you have to, be, you have to show everybody that you care you just mm-hmm. can't you just can't show just okay you're going to care about one person's concern mm-hmm. and
and not the other. Mm -hmm. Because you feel that, okay, this person has a valid point and this person doesn't. Even if you feel that way, and even in some situations it may be that way, you don't you don't let that don't let that be, be, be the, known. Exactly. Like it's it like if I can identify and and, and, and see who the fuck, whose words is valued and whose shift report is valued, I'm not going to send one. Right. I'm not sending anymore. Right. So you can keep texting me, telling me to send them. I'm not sending them. Right. I mean, because it isn't, it isn't fair. Yeah. Mental health is very important in the workplace. Yeah. If you see that your coworker is going through it, like I sometimes see my coworkers going through it, sometimes I will call them and I will text them and I'll be like, you know what? Fuck them. Fuck them. Right. Fuck these bitches. Yeah. And I do use that language because sometimes you just have to talk to yourself like that because it really don't be worth it. I'm like, am I really going to let these old ass niggas who probably eat cat food give me a ulcer? I don't think so. They do eat cat food. With these big old uh, goddamn Judge Judy goddamn traffic court suits they be having on with the big sleeve. I'm not finna do that. I'm not finna let no man dress like that upset me. Right. Don't let them upset you. With these big shoes on. Right. I'm not going to do that. Right. Or that Rosie O'Donnell haircut. Right. That damn purple that... Elton John hair. Right. I'm not doing that. I'm not that doing that. big back. Big. You see that back? Child. I said that back got scoliosis. I said that back ain't never been massaged. Tough. Tense. <laughs> Tense ass back. Right. Oh, ham back. Exactly. Think so. Big old backs. Booty look funky. Like he probably they don't even wash. like they are the funkiest ass. Like they're dirty. Mm-hmm. And my sister, like I was on FaceTime with her, like just showing her around. She's like, them niggas look dirty. And I was like, I said, you ain't even seen them girls. How you know they dirty? Right. But they is dirty. They is dirty. The old funky pants probably all stink between a crouch. Girl, you know they sit on them toilets. I know they do. Probably got bumps all on their ass. Ew. <laughs> Red and shit. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that was our work wind down manifestation right. section. Right. And also, you know, pray when you get into these workplaces. Mm-hmm. Ask the Lord to give you strength. Mm-hmm. Cover you with the blood. Don't allow no type of demons, bad thoughts. Like, keep that up. Ask the Lord just to keep it away. Throw yeah. some salt. When them ones that get on your nerve and they leave, just throw some salt yeah, behind that's, them. That's so, I'm keep so glad you said away. that because... When they do come at me with that bullshit, girl, I start. I put on my, living my life like it's golden. Live, I put that shit on. <laughs> right. I it's will have sp- some perfume. I'll spray that. I say, I'm not finna have you. I'm not finna have your demons come mm-hmm. jump in my body. Right. Get them little, get you some of them salt packages to keep them bitches on deck. <laughs> and throw that shit. Time they, time they leave with that bullshit. Throw that shit right behind them. Ah! Uh, I promise you, their ass won't come back no more. Right, they won't come back no more because it's not good. And like I said, it's not. Especially like I said again, when you don't have the support of your superiors, Mm -hmm. the people that are in charge of you. Yeah, like me, like in my position that I that I am in, I'm in charge of people. Okay, I have to deal with issues that come up between workers. Conflicts. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna run into these things when you're dealing with people, but you cannot allow your individuals that you are in charge of because that's how they number one they lose respect for your ass right. when they see that you you're not you're the type of person that does not have their back. Right. Because nobody wants to be in any job at any position where they feel as if they're not valued right. regardless, of, regardless of what they're doing. Right. Like you have to make everybody feel valued because at the end of the day, you cannot do this shit by yourself with the shit that they're doing, the shit that other people are doing. Like you cannot run it by yourself. So you need these people regardless of what you think you can, you need these people. Mm-hmm. So you have to be, People who are in charge of people, you have to take care of your flock. Yeah. <laughs> you have to take care you of your do. flock. You have to. And if that's something that you feel you cannot handle, that you cannot manage, then you may not need to be in that certain position because everybody is not cut out for it. But it is good to stand by your people. You have mm-hmm. to. To anybody who is a supervisor, manager, you somebody's boss, like y'all have to be open to every single mm-hmm. person that you have under you. Because people are different. 
They are. And you have to acknowledge that. You have to acknowledge that. And when people feel that they don't have the support of you, Mm -hmm. I promise you, look for your business, look for your operation to flop. Flop. It's not going to be, it ain't going to be shit. Look for your operation to flop. So when motherfuckers start coming up in there and you can't, we can't get motherfuckers up in there because of whatever reasons, not only, like I said, sometimes it ain't even really all about the pay. Mm-mm. Even though, like I said, even though you can deal with, deal with some whack pay, but if you feel like you got the support, if you got like that type of support. It don't matter. People are willing to hang in there with you. Mm-hmm. To but, see but, your shit through. Right. Even to give you the best service. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not even what you paying them, it's not even worth it. Mm-hmm. But guess what? They got so much respect for you. And you know why they have that much respect for you? Because you have that kind of respect for them. Right. And they're going to make you look good. But my be damned. When you don't have their back in certain situations, you're not even stepping up to certain situations. Niggas ain't trying to see you. They, believe me. They gonna, as soon as the first opportunity come, they're gone. But you want them to stay. How can I want you to stay when I didn't have your back in this situation? How I'm going to expect you to stay here with me. Right. When you came to me and told me that somebody humiliated you in front of a bunch of people. And I got control to cease that. To make sure that don't happen again. I would have told that nigga, you can't pick up no more. Like, I would have been, like, it would have been, it would have been crazy. I would have made it to a point where I would have been like, to me, as a supervisor... If you're gonna inconvenience my 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 staff, who's there to help you, right? I will I will inconvenience you. I will be like you can. I I will call HR, right? And I will be like I do not want them in here, right? Picking up equipment, right? Until I feel like they are responsible enough to handle themselves and to speak with speak to people with respect. So right. whenever he comes to pick up equipment, I need somebody there with him. Right. He needs an assistant. Right. But yes, guys, um, that's probably going to end it for this session of the uh, bando. Y'all need to, um, like I said again, those persons that who are in manager positions, value and res- and have respect for your em- employees. Please. It's important. At the end of the day, like I said, these are the people that help you mm-hmm. keep your goddamn job, number one. Mm-hmm. And this is the people that who also represents. Like I said, it's always the the low man that always keep that put the most work in to keep your business, your operation, oh, a success. It's always the lower people. Mm. It's always the ones that's getting paid a minimum wage. It's always the ones that who's getting paid a two and three dollars an hour to make your operation, your business, be successful. If y'all don't take the time to appreciate that y'all gonna lose a lot of y'all gonna lose a, y'all never gonna gain i tell you that much right now mm-hmm. even when you seem like you gonna be getting ahead you always gonna see where you dropping back when you think you up mm-hmm. your ass gonna be just as quick as you think you up mm-hmm. then you get that thought and that's when the blank in the eye your ass will be right back down mm-hmm. you think you fully got everything under control womp womp you down two motherfuckers mm-hmm. like it's, it's just like y- y'all have to be careful on how you do things and how you treat people. Because this is what actually keeps your business. This is what keeps your job. This is what keeps your position to what it is. Let them know. At the end of the day, everybody who's managers is not made to manage. Everybody who is supervisor are not made to supervise. Let them know. You have to have a certain type of humanity for individuals. You have to have respect for people. Regardless. And I think once people in management, supervising positions kind of understand that, then they'll be, they'll be better. That's why people say, I don't like my supervisor. I can't stand my supervisor. Now they don't like your ass off the strength of because you just, you disregard them. They're not, and they feel that they're not valued. And that's not a good feeling to feel like you're not valued. Especially to a place where you spend most of your time. Spend most of your time. It's not like y'all, it's not like no job is paying nobody an ass of money. Trust and believe. Because everybody goes to the same thing. Everybody, I don't think I know nobody that be on their fucking job. They can absolutely say, yes, my job pays me enough money. A job that's, that was not created by them. Right. 
I don't think that nobody really absolutely feels that way. Especially if you're working for the man, I don't think nobody really feels that they are actually valued in their workplace. Mm-hmm. And to be shitted on, it, it makes it all worse. You don't get good production out of people when people don't feel valued and they feel like they're shitted on. That's when they start shooting up your ass. Right. That's just how you can, if you can manage your relationship, if you can manage your marriage, it goes the same fucking way. It's the same fucking way. Mm-hmm. You have to make the, your individual, your partner, your significant other feel valued. Special. Yes, under any circumstances. That's why I say I don't understand why I, how, how can I work a place and I can't even much use nothing. That, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not valued. <laughs> What's the fucking point of me working here? Okay, cool. It's a pay. Granted, it ain't shit. I'm pretty sure it ain't shit. Especially if you're in the state of Georgia, and especially if you're making minimum wage at seven dollars and twenty-five cents an hour. It ain't a damn thing. It ain't. A, it ain't shit. Like, come on. So yeah, it's important. Everybody needs to feel that way. I might wear this to work tomorrow. No, that's good. That's but how I look when I go. <laughs> no, like for real. Like it's it's just ridiculous. Like I just thought about that. I said, y'all want me to dress nice and be moving this shit, lifting this shit, right? <clears throat> oh my shit! Damn, I gotta train somebody tomorrow. Um, Kelsey just forgot she gotta train somebody tomorrow. Bless her spirit. But we're gonna pray for Chelsea as she gets in her, her management position and role that she's able to give her the script to, strength to train somebody. Me personally, I would give a, give that person one of the little rat babies and let them handle it. But they're not gonna be there on my shift. Oh, well, great job, Kelsey. I'm glad you were able to get somebody in there. Good job, Kelsey. But yeah, this concludes our section of the um, the bando. The bando went educational on y'all a little bit. We did. We um, switched it up. Switched it up a little bit. So stay tuned. We all thank you all for listening. For those who listen, um, if you got any ideas of how we should promote the bando and get the bando out there to the world, please don't hesitate to hit us up at on Instagram for the bando. Or you can hit me up on my email. Hit Kelsey up on her email at something. Um. <laughs> DabneyKels at gmail.com. Gmail.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the bando. Bye.